Hey, you, do you love reality TV? Have no one to talk about it with? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Tea Bar. And welcome to the T-Bar Podcast, your friendly reality TV podcast where we discuss all your favorite shows, including reality, uh, Real Housewives of uh, Real Housewives of New York, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Vanderpump Rules, and all the other ones that are on Bravo TV. So in this episode, we'll be recapping Beverly Hills and New York Housewives. And we'll also be asking a couple of interesting questions to get your mind juices flowing. So let's get started. All right. So this question, all my questions revolve around mainly Real Housewives of New York because they are very interesting. That says something about the Beverly Hills ones. Uh, okay. So what are the Uber ratings? Well, who has the highest Uber rating? out of the Real Housewives of New York? And what is the comment that's left? And then who has the lowest? Current Housewives of New York? Yeah, let's do current. Okay. I'm going to say that Luann has the highest because I think her etiquette is the best. She is the one with an etiquette book. Uh, and what do you think the comment? Maybe a 4.9 um, for rating. Comment is... That's high. Mm, mm, it's not often. Um, comment... <laughs> just <laughs> hmm. just just great legs yeah great 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 car etiquette um but made me call her by her last name <laughs> <laughs> who's got the lowest sam oh yeah all right i think either either sonia or ramona uh comment would be oh had to charge them extra for shitting in the uber <laughs> had to charge the cleaning fee couldn't still can't get the stain out <laughs> <laughs> smell still there <laughs> I, I i would agree with luann i think she would have the highest rating i think she's also um like quite social so she might even chat to the driver i mean it depends because she always like kind of um, bounces between being too pretentious and not talking to the commoners and also just being like really relaxed. Um, I agree. Probably be a 4.8 or 4.9 comments. Um, wouldn't stop seeing, but still an enjoyable ride. <laughs> <laughs> Was able to turn off the radio. <laughs> um, the worst rating I think might be between it depends when you get this person because I think if you get them during the day they will pro actually probably have a high rating but because they have been drinking the rating would be low and it would be Dorinda mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think it would be because perhaps the driver would have said to her oh like have you had a lot to drink and then she would go <laughs> off <laughs> <laughs> she'd be like i'll tell you how i'm doing driver not well yeah um <laughs> i could imagine some uh some arguments in in, in the uber driver uh sorry in the, in the uber with the uber driver and it would probably be like uh a four maybe a 3.9 and the comment would be uh lashed out to me when i asked her about if she wanted a bottle of water <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can also see, I can see the comments. So I, I agree with 
Luann. I may be adding there Leah, but so with the Luann one, I think it would be she made me turn off the radio because she brought her own like micro, you know, like a portable <laughs> microphone karaoke machine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <Yes. laughs> so true. And then with Dorinda, what I'm thinking is that she went off at him at the Uber driver because he was using his phone while she was like asking him a question and she just thought that, that was just so rude. Like that's just poor like <laughs> poor phone yes. manners in an Uber. <laughs> Do you know what I could also imagine Dorinda going off in the Uber if they took a wrong turn or they went a different way to what she thought? And then she starts arguing with them, saying that, no, 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 this is the right way and I know where to go. Yeah, definitely. She's a loose cannon. Mm. I think all Uber drivers should be afraid. Yeah. I guess that is also a talking point for uh, some big news that happened this week, that Dorinda is leaving the Real Housewives of New York. Yes. What, what are your thoughts? She was fired. That's what I heard. I've heard mixed but, yeah, I, ha- I have heard that she was fired and it kind of does make sense. I read on a website which is, like, pretty – I think is pretty uh, trustworthy. Um, like, often they've come out with, like, pretty um, on-point uh, exclusive news stories before. Um, mm. So they write that their sources have said that uh, Dorinda wanted a pay rise – and like she was being like really like pushy about it and they because they've gotten rid of a whole heap of like OGs so they were just like I mean we're not we, we don't want that so you know you can go like essentially wow okay because yeah I'd heard that it was because of her drinking and her behavior in this mm. last season but I did think it was possibly a bit hypocritical of Bravo um to fi- like if that was the reason that they fired her because there are so many problematic uh, individuals on these shows um so I, yeah i was when i did read that i was i was a bit confused but maybe that makes more sense claire yeah and i think also bravo are wanting um the focus for future seasons to be you know younger like leah so that i don't think they're necessarily too like oh this is going to be you know really bad for one of integral cars they're trying to transition it mm, okay Anyway, let's get to recap Real Houses of Beverly Hills. So most of this episode revolves around Dorit and PK's housewarming, or was it a push my new non-alcoholic champagne party? I'm not sure. The rest of the episode focuses on Denise not attending the party, not wanting to be filmed, and furthermore, threatening Bravo and all the housewives and their friends um, that she'll sue for defamation if they talk about the situation, which has been talking about has been spoken about yes i i like the first part of this episode the last part uh was as per usual not very exciting but i think it's interesting when they open up i'm not sure if they open up with a dinner party but um if it, if they are pushing out their non-alcoholic wine uh lisa renna said it right like what is the point of non-alcoholic wine? Wine doesn't even taste good. The only reason I drink wine <laughs> is because it has alcohol in it. Mm. This is true. I, I do often wonder why, if you're choosing a non-alcoholic drink, why would you choose, you know, wine or champagne? I'd be going with something way better. But, I mean, similarly, there's non-alcoholic beer out there and people seem to enjoy that for whatever reason. I think uh, I think I'd rather a juice. 
And beer is the most disgusting drink out there. So the <laughs> fact that you want to drink it just for the pure taste just really confuses me. Mm, no, 100%. I, yes, I have a comment about this. The opening scene with PK and Dorit when they are getting ready for their housewarming. And Dorit is telling PK all about the dramas with Denise and, and uh, their time in, in Rome. And PK just is not having a bar of it. Like, he doesn't want to listen and he says to her that he's not interested if it doesn't involve him. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but if I'm telling my partner about something, you know, juicy or some some crazy antics with my friends, you just, you don't want their input, but you just want them to listen to you. You just want to rant and rave. And I was surprised that he did that. I wonder if PK is just voicing the opinions of millions of people watching the show <laughs> and saying, I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's heard it <laughs> for a good month now and he's like, I, I'm, I'm done. We don't yeah. need to hear about it anymore. I reckon he's like, Dorit, really? Like, were you late for another lunch catch-up this time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, good point. But still, you should be a supportive partner and just listen nonetheless. Yes. Well, yeah, then I think the next scenes is the women are, are getting ready for the for the housewarming. What are your thoughts on the outfits of, of the uh, the housewarming party? Um, Claire, I think you posted a video of the main outfit of the night, which was Sutton's. I mean, what, what are your guys' thoughts on that dress? Because I have my own thoughts on that dress. I struggle to describe the dress. Like, is it a religious... Um, uh, <sighs> tapestry dress like how do you describe it very interesting uh this is the thing that i have with couture is that just because it's expensive doesn't mean it's good yeah definitely i did not enjoy the dress um and i thought it was super unflattering but i think we've seen maybe a couple of times this season sutton makes some interesting choices as we saw i think in the first episode when she came out in that uh sheer top that was definitely not flattering so I, I don't know who's who's dressing her or where she's getting this fashion advice but just because it's expensive doesn't mean it looks mm. good on you um some of the other uh so I've written some notes here so Dorit's dress is nice but I thought that she could do better considering it's her party like she just didn't stand out then uh mm. Lisa Rinna's dress was nice but I don't remember what that looked like. Now, Faye Resnick, I remember hers because it was a sequin jumpsuit, but it didn't look like it was that great, <laughs> nor did it look like it was, you know, that great quality. But she stood out. And I think that they need to include some more Faye Resnick if they have more Kyle Richards on the show. Um, and then mm. I liked, I think Lisa Rinna called her wig Heidi, and I thought that her wig looked really nice. And finally, my final uh, fashion note that I – that I oh, fashion note that I put here was that um, Adrian Maloof still cannot dress well. Yes, and why after all these years has she still not gotten better hair? <laughs> yes, she's lost that she's lost the sparkly extensions, mm -hmm. but her hairstyle is still the same, and it's still not good. Very true. I actually thought that Brandy, who was not technically invited to this party, was she wearing the same outfit that she wore for the baby shower? I was like. You look the same. Oh, I, I can't remember what she wore for the baby shower. I don't know, just all the same. 
But I did have a note about Lisa Rinna's, uh, as I have noted in the past, it was just another dress that was like a suit. But instead of a pantsuit, she did a dress suit. And I was like, Ugh. Do you know, that reminds me of um, that episode of The Simpsons where Marge finds a Chanel <laughs> suit and then she just yes. re- remakes it into all these different dresses. So is that Lisa Rinna? She found a nice suit and she just remakes it into different outfits. Um, so a Brandy Glanville, whenever I look at her face, I think that she, um, like maybe she's getting too much Botox and filler. And if she wants to do something to her face, if she's concerned about aging, I think maybe she just needs to look into the, like, magnificent facelift that um, Chris Jenner gets rather than just, like, the injectables. She, yeah, she has taken the injectables to another level. Mm -hmm. She is going to turn out like one of these crazy celebrities with a crazy morphed face. I mean, she's practically already there. I don't, you know, every year that we see her, she just gets more and more, you know, fillers in her face and Agreed. she just looks crazier and crazier. Well, who did you guys think invited Brandy to the party? Was it um, Kim or Kyle? Did they orchestrate this? I think Kim did. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe Kyle was in on it as well, but I think for the most part it was probably Kim. I mean, I don't think Kim has a partner and I think that her and Brandy are obviously still quite close and obviously Brandy knows everyone at this party. So I guess clearly Kim Richards just was not thinking straight and yeah, she thought it was a good idea or she thought it would cause some drama. Do you guys think that Kim and Brandy have had sex? Mm, I don't think so. I think that Kim is, yeah, I think Kim is too prudish. Interesting. Was it here in this episode or did I watch one recently where um, I think Kyle says that Kim got engaged like eight or nine times as like eight or nine engagement rings? Mm. And I'm wondering, who are these men? Yes. <laughs> because Kim is an interesting character. <laughs> um, I've seen photos of her when she was younger and she was quite pretty. And then there's, I think they showed a photo of her, one of her fiancés, and he was so good looking. So I think maybe back in the day, uh, like Kim had some game. I mean, I I guess that makes sense. But yeah, she looks like, uh, she looks weathered now that she's, she's seen better days. Mm, Absolutely. Um, On Dorit's house, do you guys think the front of it looks like? Uh, the Vanderpump Rules new farmhouses that they all have. Yes, yes. That's when I saw the front of the house. I was like, "Is this is this a stock standard image that they're using for all of their houses?" Because they all look the same. I'm pretty sure she lives in the same neighborhood as well. Ah, it makes me wonder. Then, I mean, obviously, the house is probably going to be a similar price to those Vanderpump Rules stars, and I think maybe it goes to show how you know little money Dorit actually does have in comparison to the to the other Beverly Hills housewives Mm. yeah I think they're definitely downsized and it was very um cleverly like transitioned in this season because they're like oh you know we're moving to a new house and we're having this like grandiose house party but I think yeah something going on there uh so I'm trying to think of all the really notable things that I mean got oh sorry I put here that – so Kim obviously got a boob job and we saw her – well, no, she didn't get a boob job. She got her boobs taken out and then they flashed to when 
Mm. Um, she tried to get Marussia to touch her boobs. Very strange. Yes, super, super strange. I don't think there is any uh, reason to ever touch your wife's sister's breasts. Do you know, speaking of Mauricio, though, um, I saw this TikTok. um, There's this TikTok account um, done by this girl. I have to find her name, but she apparently has some very juicy gossip. And she was saying that there's a girl um, online saying that she was at this club recently and uh she saw this guy and he like hit on her and she went to his room and they slept together and then later she found out that it was actually Maurizio and so like all the cheating rumors are all true like it's been verified and I don't know Kyle you know looks the other way or whether she is denying it so Mm. yeah interesting I do think though that if the rumors were true and if it's not just one person surely people would be coming out of the woodworks like why have no one has no Mm. one come out and said anything the other thing i think maybe it's just a guy that looked like maurizio and girls are like (laughs) oh my god i slept with maurizio and it's like no it's just a random old dude yeah (laughs) who looks stoned out of his mind exactly I wrote down here that Lisa Rinna, I think Lisa Rinna uh, likes to say things just to be controversial, but she says that people can manipulate Kimmel Grumman with a gag in your mouth and a blindfold on. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get that. I wasn't sure if it was a throwback. I can't remember last season someone made some sort of comment to Camille. Was a I think it was direct to Camille and I couldn't remember if it was in reference to that. Oh. At the no, dinner party. Camille to Dorit. Camille uh, bought Dorit a ball gag. Ah, there we go. Uh, okay. I was I thought that there was some sort of like full circle about that comment, but I couldn't remember the exact thing. But that makes sense. Interesting. But I don't understand who is manipulating Camille and what references they have to that and like what <laughs> when did that happen? Right. Well, I guess the big event that happened was um, like Garcelle was obviously going to go to this party with Denise and then she tried to call Denise and Denise wouldn't pick up and Garcelle was waiting for her and then it turned like someone said that apparently there was a family emergency but then they soon found out that it wasn't and in fact Denise missed the party because... um, she found out that Brandy was going and so she didn't want to cause a scene, obviously. And then Garcelle was pretty mad about her, but we know now that they're still friends. Like, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? I mean, I think if I was Garcelle, I would probably be annoyed as well. I think for the fact that um, Garcelle was, I think, on her way to pick up Denise. I think they were meant to go together and... I think it's pretty rude that if you're meant to go somewhere or to a party with someone and it's obviously already been organized and they just don't mm. show up, they don't call you. I mean, we don't know the, the details of whether Garcelle was meant to pick her up or, or what the plans was were, but yeah, I thought it was a bit of a, a shitty move, but, and I can tell that Garcelle was annoyed about it, but I don't think it's enough to, to ruin a friendship over. And as, as, yeah, as you said, they're, they're still friends. Because Denise's um, defense was she didn't want Garcelle to lie to people because of her. That was weird. If if my friend told me to lie to people, <laughs> I'd I do probably it. wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> depends what 
it is. But... Yeah. And I thought she had such a good excuse as well. Like, she should have yeah. just been honest and said, I know that Brandy is coming. I don't want to go. I don't want to cause a scene. And I think that if she had have said that to Garcelle and said that to Dorit, well, then what's the problem? I could understand mm. if I had a party and someone was saying awful things about a friend and they didn't want to come because of that. It's like, well, fair enough. Uh, absolutely. I, I think the same. I just think, well, I'm probably skimming ahead here, but then to find out that not, not that they lied, but Aaron and Denise were just trying to create the, the picture of some, some sort of emergency and Aaron posted Denise in hospital from like, three months prior to the Mm. party. Very strange and very sketchy. That was super strange given the women already knew that she had been in hospital for those hernias. So who were they trying to fool? They're a weird bunch of nuts. (laughs) They are. I do have to bring up something as well, and I don't know (laughs) if you guys have noticed or like if the women have talked about it, but Um, Denise Richards, in her interviews, she is absolutely hammered. Yes! She is so drunk. The later the episodes get, the more drunk she seems. So I don't know if she's in her interviews just sipping down more (laughs) drinks, but I'm like, Jesus Christ, she's practically Mm. slurring her words. I feel like her eyes are rolling into the back of her head. I do wonder, like, you know how majority of, well, (laughs) I feel like women... All the housewives, they have a like a Xanax prescription and they probably like don't really know what the good balance is between how how much um, uh, tequila they should have and how much they should have it with their prescription. But in addition to that, in the background of Denise's confessional is something like bright and pink and just very strange. (laughs) Yeah, I do wonder where is she when she's recording because that does not look Mm. like her Malibu house. Um, and then we see a little, this is going forward quite a bit, but a flash forward to the reunion and they're talking about, uh, what Denise has said about Teddy and how Denise says, I've said worse than what Brandy said. I didn't say what Brandy said, but I'd said, I'd said worse. And Denise is like, what are you talking about? I never said that. And they were like, you did. And she was like, no, when did I say that? They're like, it's on camera from your confessionals. So it makes me wonder a, did she watch back the show? And B, was she so drunk she doesn't remember what she said on the in her confessional? Maybe. Maybe. I agree. In those confessionals, I'm like, dude, like, mm. I don't know what you're on, but it's not the right day. <laughs> yeah. It's quite uncomfortable to watch. It, it really is. I also think Denise lies so much regarding this scenario and perhaps other things that maybe she just can't keep up with her own stories. Mm, Yeah, I think so. I think every, every time we see her, there's, she's got something else to add and something new and something changes. And yeah, I don't think she really knows where Mm -hmm. she's at. Yeah. My favorite part of this whole episode is probably when she was speaking with Lisa Rinna um and she's mm. like Lisa says to her you know I heard that you um wanted footage to be cut out and then Denise like changes I feel like her whole face changes mm. like who told you that and I'm like damn like god yes that was such a juicy scene watching mm. Denise 
Oh, and she's, yeah, that she'd sent cease and desist letters. And yeah, she obviously wants all this footage taken out. I think it, that really just goes to show it, it probably is true. Mm. Because if mm-hmm. it wasn't, you'd just be like, it's not true. Like, this is so dumb. But yeah, she's, she's mad about it. And then I think as well, Denise probably wants to know who told her because, well, they're not following the cease and desist letter. Oh, true. Was it a producer? What do you, who do you guys think? Probably. I mean, who else is is Denise talking to Mm. from the cast? On a side note, though, you guys might have seen the drama with Lisa Rinna and Garcelle, and I think we've seen over the last couple of episodes, there was footage of Garcelle talking about Lisa Rinna um, and her dancing and how that affected Mm. uh, her daughter. I don't know if you've seen the latest that has come out about all this. No. Um, basically there was a clip that Bravo must have released about, uh, well, with, uh, Garcelle and it was when they were in Rome and Garcelle had mentioned once again about Lisa Rinna and her dancing and the effects on her daughter. Um, but what they obviously left out of the show and what they showed in this clip was Garcelle then going on to say that her, about her son and that her son had a problem with drugs, um, from a really young age from, you know. I think when he was in like grade 10 or something, I mean, sorry, grade five, like super young and that she feels as though, was it something that I did was, you know, did I have a role to play and that I probably wasn't, you know, I didn't recognize the signs and I wasn't, you know, doing the right things or something like that. And so then there's been all this backlash against Lisa Rinna because Lisa Rinna has really vilified Garcelle, whereas really it was more of a conversation and she was also talking about this is like, what happened for me and this is how I felt and, like, these are my issues with my son. So, yeah, quite, quite interesting. And I was glad that they uh, they brought that that scene out. Yeah, that, ma- that makes more sense because that comment that she made to Lisa just came out of nowhere and you're like, whoa, okay. Mm, yeah, definitely. And especially for, for Garcelle, it was quite odd. Yeah. But, no, that makes sense. All right, shall we move on to Real of New York? Mm. What I'm actually one thing that I'm interested to see is how many episodes of the reunion will they have of Beverly Hills? Yes, because it's virtual. Oh, two is too many. Mm. <laughs> and is Brandy going to be no, on? No, she's not. Oh, because no, because Lisa Rinna um, chucked a. Um, yeah, she was not happy because uh, Denise must have got her lawyers onto them, and that's why they didn't have Brandy there. Oh. Oh, well. I know. Well, I, I feel like we all know, well, people should be quite aware that Denise and Aaron uh, have been doing some some sketchy stories. So, anyways, let's move on to Real Life of New York. So, uh, we see that next week is the season finale. I'm quite sad, but, so, okay. Yeah. Pen finale. Uh, the ladies attend Leah's 15th anniversary for her married to the mob party. It was 15th, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So this is where the housewives, <laughs> as classic as they are, they interact with streetwear industry figures and they also <laughs> get to mingle with Leah's family. Then we celebrate what could very well be our last birthday with Dorinda as a housewife. So shed a tear. And we start off with uh, the ladies getting ready for Leah's party and um, Ramona picks out her gold jeans that I feel like I've seen her wear so many times. (laughs) Good on her for sustainability, I guess. 
Mm, she is definitely not into fast fashion because she is re-wearing the same things, which is uh, good on her. <laughs> yes. Uh, the environment thanks her for it. Um, so I, I, I enjoyed this party. And the reason why is because my favourite character really shined for me in this episode. When Sonia came into the party and her reaction was like, ooh, hot guys. And then she was just talking to these young guys and she was having such a good time. And I'm like, that is the Sonia that I love to see. Just, you know, picking up guys no matter what age they are. You know, it's great. I I think amazing <laughs> yeah i think that was definitely a highlight of the episode um <laughs> some of the things that she said to those men so when she walks in the first thing she, she says she doesn't even walk down the stairs yet she says hi everyone i'm leah's friend and then she keeps walking down the stairs there's some random guy on the side it looks like he might be on a phone call or something and she says don't worry i don't bite and then she and then um Later on, she's with a group of men, and one of the guys says um, that he was with Captain Morgan last night, having, you know, referring to the drink, and she says, well, you're with Lady Morgan tonight. <laughs> what a great pick-up line. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's truly good. Oh, I love it. <laughs> she's amazing. Um, we we also had the return of Elise at this party, and as we see some... Conflict with Ramona once again, and Ramona is there for all of what a couple of minutes, and she she's out of there. Yeah, I wonder what Elise did because Ramona's explanation on the show. What did she do to both Ramona or 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 uh, Luann? Oh, was it Luann as well? Well, Luann said that she had her number from the beginning, oh. and then um, I think Ramona says oh, she's just not a girl's girl. Which, by the way, I don't. I don't like the term girls girl. Like you're either, Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. Mm. It, you're either someone who, you know, someone can trust or not. Like it shouldn't be based on just gender. But anyways. Yeah. Um, I like I mean, initially I thought Ramona was being quite harsh and that <laughs> as soon as Elise tries to speak to her, she says she doesn't know her. But then I must admit, Elise did take it too far from there and she tries to grab Ramona and and then she just she just starts going in and she's quite aggressive towards her. So initially I was on Elise's side, but then I think, yeah, I think Elise just went in too hot and I kind of did side with Ramona when she left. I think I would have as well if someone was coming at me so aggressively. Well, even Leah was a bit shady. Like I understand Leah has issues with mm. Ramona, but when um, Ramona wouldn't speak to Elise – so Leah went to Elise like go go like go up to her so she's just kind of egging her on which I was like oh Leah <laughs> you're being sneaky yeah but I also wonder if it was just her being like go on like now's your opportunity to try and like make up with her and you might not get a chance to kind of be in a room with her for a while so it's a good opportunity to try and just you know mend the bridge mm. yeah um also Interesting choice of fashion for the women at the party. Now, if they had have, as uh, Leah said, if they had have just looked on her website and seen the types of clothes <laughs> that she <laughs> she designs, uh, what they were wearing was not exactly suited for the party. Yes, Dorinda says that they all should go home and change out of their PJs. 
<laughs> and I didn't get why Ramona went. So Ramona purchased some of um, uh, Leah's full priced uh, married to the mob um, clothing, hmm. but she didn't uh, end up wearing it. True. I mean, I guess it's it, it is a bit of a tricky one when you think the the clothing line is you know is sweatpants uh, sweatpants like trackies that sort of thing. So you're kind of like, well, am I supposed to dress up a little bit? from that or should I be wearing the design mm. I guess yeah it, it's a tough one and I don't think Leah was wearing her design I don't I didn't see that dress on her website mm. but when I think of married to the mob I imagine like mob mob wives oh, okay. and so I do imagine women who wear these big fur coats and are dressed yeah. maybe a bit more jersey kind of style but uh so maybe maybe that was a the look they were going for, but I don't think that is actually what her fashion line represents. Um, also, we get to see Leah's mum, Bunny, mm-hmm. and we also finally get to see the interaction between Ramona and Leah's mum, which, as they say, uh, you know, it's quite often been drawn that they are quite quite similar, and yeah. I thought maybe they could start a beautiful friendship, but uh, Ramona left. Somehow I don't see, like, Leah's mum and Ramona hanging out. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe more so Dorinda's mum because they say that uh, they're both, like, Catholic churchgoers. But how rude was Ramona when she was, like, I expected Leah's mum to be a simple person? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so rude. When she said that, I was like, oh, Ramona. <laughs> <laughs> you've outdone yourself <laughs> it's so true how leah said like she's ramona's type person that would like give you a backhanded compliment all the time yes. mm-hmm. yeah like she can't just be like oh like it was so nice to meet your mom like she was a really lovely person like mm. that's Completely. all she had to say people need to give ramona the compliments like she gives them and i wonder if like ramona would uh, take them the same way or if she actually thinks that they're good compliments i think she would think that they're good compliments <laughs> yeah i agree i think she's that that way she'd be like oh they thought i was amazing and it's like mm. and not a simple person <laughs> <laughs> so Torinda was on the phone to her sister Melinda mm. um, and they were talking about how her breakup with John and I found it interesting when Dorinda was like to her sister, don't I seem so much calmer now? And I'm like, and her sister's like, yes, yes, you do. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, that wouldn't be the word that I would use to describe Dorinda. I do wonder then is because she, I mean, as we saw earlier in the season, she also had a conversation with her daughter and her daughter was giving her all these compliments about how great she's doing. So I wonder, is she just being this way with these women? Is it just the mm. these women that make her truly angry? I don't know because I was watching episode, uh, season seven when Dorinda just came on and she went on vacation um, with like some of the similar women, but there was like Heather and Kristen. And I think she had like beef with Heather because Heather went and got a taxi 
before Dorinda did and then Dorinda had a huge <laughs> like fight with Heather about that. So I don't oh. know if it's a particular person. I think it's drinking. Mm. Okay, yeah, true. <laughs> um we also see Luann who is talking with the author of her book, like a ghostwriter, I think it is. I don't yes. correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I'm I'd be interested to read the book. Would you guys read it? I saw a show with Luann and where she talked about her life and like mm. how she went from being, you know, a little girl to the countess. I think that was enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us a quick uh, 30 second recap of what you know? Oh, okay. I'll try. Um, it's actually quite fascinating. So she grew up in, uh, I want to say, and some town in America with <laughs> just lots of down. brothers and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and she entered a modeling competition, moved to New York, uh, didn't do so well, moved to Milan with some guy. And then when she was there, she entered another modeling competition. She won that, became a TV presenter in Italy, um, started meeting all these random people, and then somehow wound up meeting the Count, got married, they moved back to New York, hence the Countess. There you go. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I now see I probably do not need to read the book. <laughs> Thank you for that recap. The only thing that I am interested in is that about her, she talks about her dad yeah. um, and how her dad was in her upbringing, which was, uh, it was quite interesting to, to hear about that and, and where she's come from. But also how we haven't heard this before and how we had, uh, you know, el- suffered from alcoholism and like, I, yeah, and the symbolism. It was just between the shackles and what that brought back from her, from her experience. Um, it was really good insight and also I think it's a testament to Luann for um, – because she seems to be in a much better headspace now, so good on her. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I thought it was um, quite interesting though that, she, yeah, that she has not brought it up before or maybe I've just never noticed, but the fact that, yeah, she went through all of her problems last year and Ramona quite often brings up about her upbringing um, and about her alcoholic – I think father and and yeah and maybe she never tried to relate to to Ramona on that level or that she even brought it up Mm. I don't know I guess there's like uh different kinds of people like I feel like Ramona kind of uses her family upbringing to justify her behavior and maybe Mm. Luann's just not like that yeah Uh, and I guess Luann probably is a bit more closed off and uh yeah that makes sense so is next the uh, Dorinda's birthday party or am I missing anything? Yeah, I think that's it. Although, can I just say that before, oh, well, in lead up to the Dorinda's birthday party, when she was getting ready, ready she was when she was um, speaking to Melinda, she was using um, an iPad as a mirror? Yes. <laughs> I did not understand that at all. I can't imagine how you can really see what's going on because, God, cameras just saw things so much. Mm. Uh, well um let's just start off with um dorinda wearing her lace-up so it was a v-neck and a lace-up both back and front but we obviously saw this when she put on her um the fake uh cleavage shall we say but yes relax of new york repeat outfit offenders but very good for the environment yeah i i i wondered um 
did she buy this outfit especially for her birthday and just bought a quick uh, sneak preview uh, with the with the big with the big breasts beforehand, or had she just had it in her cupboard for a while and uh, yeah, wanted a few times? Yeah. Also, Hannah was wearing the matching cardigan oh, to yes. Dorinda sweatpants from yeah. last week. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen the two of them come together. As that one. might be too much. I feel for my eyes. No, <laughs> never, never enough. <laughs> I would have enjoyed it immensely. Um, and as well, we got to see the return of John. Yes. Um, this Medician. Yes. And as we have prefaced in a previous episode, I hope they do a spin off of him at his laundromat. <laughs> or his dry cleaner with his. <laughs> With his staff there and dry cleaning Dorinda's thumb. Oh, yes. Um, I love that he made a speech. I thought that was really good. Um, are him and Dorinda boning? And um, I really liked what Dorinda said about, you know, he's always going to be part of our life. But, yeah, are they boning? Oh, if they are, I don't want to know about it. What, you know, seeing John have sex is just not something <laughs> I need in my mental <laughs> as a mental image. <laughs> no, I think she's dating someone else now as well. Is she? Yeah, that's what the rumours are. But my question to you guys is whose speech did you enjoy more? Uh, so, uh, John's or Luann's? <laughs> of course, yeah, Luann. Of definitely. course. I mean, how could you not enjoy happy birthday? <laughs> I really enjoyed when Dorinda said, she's like, Luann probably pops up at birthdays all around New York. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so good. And it's true. I'm sure it's true. Yes. And please, Luann, come to my birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I must admit, I just could not get that image out of my head, and I did giggle for a long time, just imagining Luann just coming out of nowhere. Happy birthday. And someone's like, no, go home. Go home. Yeah. Not again. <laughs> yes. But I, but I love that they all acknowledge, like, how crazy it is and how over-the-top Luann like, that is. Like, I mean, we've literally seen it now two weeks in a row. We saw it in Mexico, and now we've seen her happy birthday song again for Dorinda, so. I have a feeling that Luann has a microphone in her purse at all times. Mm, that was another thing that I noted was, where did, did, did they all have microphones when they were making a speech? And where are the speakers in this restaurant? Did everyone have to listen to the speech and her singing? <laughs> Luann brought a boombox. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't, but, you know. <laughs> Those are all the comments that I have. I felt as though it was a good episode, but, I, yeah, not much not much else to talk about. I agree. Mm. Yeah. It was very short and sweet. Um, I guess we're all kind of sad about Dorinda leaving. Uh, personally, I think, you know, it may be a good break for her, to be honest, because it, it seems like she's got some stuff that she needs to sort out. Um, I'm looking mm. forward to the reunion because it looks like her and Tinsley get into some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yes, the return of Tinsley. I'm excited. I'm excited for the reunion. I'm sad that it's mm. ending. Mm. Did you see that for Leah's birthday, she went away with Tinsley and Scott and Kiki? Yes. Oh, mm. no. That's a spin-off I wouldn't mind watching. Yeah, oh. I agree. <laughs> 
<laughs> Crossover with John's dry cleaning. <laughs> Medicio rules. Is that his name? Medicio? <laughs> Madame. Uh, something like that. Oh, yeah, Medician. <laughs> Medician. Medician rules. <laughs> or Doyle rules. Well, I guess um, that was uh, our latest recap of Real Housewives of New York and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I hope you enjoyed the latest episodes. Um, look out for our next episode where we'll be going into the reunion for Beverly Hills. And is it the reunion for New York as well? No, not yet. No, last episode. Oh. And last episode for New York. So uh, keep a lookout for that. Again, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Leave a comment. Leave a review on whatever program you use to listen to your podcasts. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I didn't like it.